Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience-sharing article from the 2023 Germany FA Conference, entitled Identifying and Eliminating My Fundamental Attachments, by a Falun Dafa practitioner in Germany. The article was published on the Minghui website on December 5, 2023. Greetings, esteemed master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I participated in various projects over the years, and I've had many cultivation experiences. Through these experiences, I clearly saw a repeating theme, and I was able to identify my fundamental attachments. Part 1. Fulfilling My Responsibilities I'm involved in helping with Shen Yin and Ganjing World. I'm also a member of the Falun Dafa Association. When my responsibilities increased, I sometimes felt they were unpredictable, enormous, and crushing. But other times everything just flows. I don't have much free time, but my job is very flexible. I'm able to participate actively in projects and get things done, but new demands began coming my way. History seemed to be repeating itself and gave me opportunities to gain deeper insights in order to do things with a purer heart, instead of being motivated by human notions. Let's go back a few years to 2017. A big problem was heading my way. It was my first time helping with accounting for the Shenyin tour in Germany, and different issues lurked behind the scenes. I also took care of the children of two practitioners who were on tour with Shenyin. Most of my time was not at home, but in another city. We had to deal with online advertising for the first time. Many surprises in the process caused me to be concerned about our cash flow. I was also told that there wasn't anyone to deliver Shenyin flyers. I also had to deal with issues at my regular job. That night, I had a dream that showed me how I could look at financial challenges in two ways. One way was to remain calm, and the other way was to be anxious, which led to physical pain. However, I was already familiar with the latter. In my dream, I constantly switched between these two perspectives, and I could clearly perceive the difference. I suddenly woke up and almost screamed in pain. It felt as if my neck was going to break. I couldn't stand up and could only raise my arms to the height of my chest. I sent out righteous thoughts and asked Master for help. However, the pain did not go away. I was not at home. I was watching the two practitioners' children. I managed to get in the shower because I thought a hot stream of water could relieve the pain. After the shower, I tried to sit down to send righteous thoughts, but the pain was overwhelming. I kept reciting, Falun Dafa is good, and told myself that I was a practitioner. I waited until 5 a.m. and called a practitioner who was a doctor. She made a remote diagnosis of acute torticollis, a painful condition of the neck caused by severe involuntary muscle contraction which twists the head to one side. The treatment was to avoid stress, get lots of rest, and use lots of heat. It was clear that I was getting a lesson in letting go. Master said in the article, Further Understanding, from Essentials for Further Advancement, 
quote, Do you realize that as long as you're a cultivator in any environment or under any circumstances, I will use any troubles or unpleasant things you come across, even if they involve work for DAFA, or no matter how good or sacred you think they are, to eliminate your attachments and expose your demon nature so that it can be eliminated. For your improvement is what's most important. Unquote. Given my physical condition, I was forced to let go of everything and wholeheartedly trust Master. My next step was to set priorities. First, find childcare. Another practitioner came and helped me. I had to cancel my plan of transporting flyers that day, but unexpectedly, someone else took over. I contacted my colleagues at my regular job and said that I probably would not be able to work for the next two days. I had to secure the cash flow for online advertising for Shenyun. We decided to get a temporary loan, which was quickly repaid. Everything was arranged. With a bent back and twisted neck, I could now, at a snail's pace, go to the nearest pharmacy to get a heat plaster and a hot water bottle for my back. The pain was still intense, but my heart felt more at ease. The next day was already Friday, and I drove with both children to my home, where my wife could take over. I took a walk in the woods which helped me relax. And only now, while I write this, did I realize that Master already arranged everything. Maybe I was a little too excited by how quickly I got better, because when I went back to Frankfurt the next day, I got a severe toothache and a swollen cheek. Obviously, I had not let everything go or taken it lightly. Again, I arranged childcare, quickly wrapped up the most important work, and sought out a practitioner who was a dentist. All along, I had a feeling that if Shenyun could not be successfully staged, it would be solely due to me and my condition. These thoughts were always present, and it didn't occur to me to eliminate them. My sense of duty drove me to always be proactive to avoid problems. My confidence in finding my attachments was not yet strong enough, and my fear of negative consequences if I let go was too great. Especially when the story was repeated a year later in 2018. I had symptoms of whooping cough, I was unable to sleep for weeks, and I sometimes couldn't speak. When Shen Yin came to Germany, I had heart palpitations and dizzy spells. I finally realized two things. One, all the hard work, diligence, perseverance, and taking on tasks and responsibilities was me trying to buy Master's mercy. I felt that all beings should receive merciful salvation unconditionally, but I had to work for it. Even today, I still have this thought often, and it controls my behavior. 2. It is not me who has to harmonize everything, or my personal responsibility. It's not me who single-handedly uses human methods and worries about completing all tasks. It is Dafa that harmonizes everything. Part 2. Cherishing My Cultivation Environment My way of doing projects caused a lot of resentment to grow in me, and I wondered why others didn't take on responsibilities. Instead, they helped in a non-committal way. Sometimes practitioners gave me the impression that they viewed a project or our group of practitioners as a surrogate family. Apart from my arrogance and envy mixed in with this resentment, 
I had difficulty understanding some practitioners. I mostly looked at how much work they did or did not do, and I forgot that they were also cultivating. Sometimes they just needed time or understanding because they were dealing with serious cultivation obstacles. I wasn't really there for them. I also no longer appreciated the time spent reading the fa, practicing the exercises and discussing as a group. I impatiently wanted to move on to what I felt was the most important part of a meeting, which was our projects. My earlier joy of cultivation was replaced by resentment and heaviness. I'm still struggling with this situation. However, recently Shen Yin has given me a lot of inspiration to overcome it. Shen Yin redeems people through dance, song, and music. Every piece has a happy ending. I think this happiness can only be conveyed by the artists. I think this happiness can only be conveyed by the artists if they deeply internalize and really live it. Joy from the heart has tremendous power. Pure goodness wants only the best for others. The stories of Shen Yin often tell of willingness to help others. We also know that this is a characteristic of the new cosmos, as Master teaches us to think of others' needs first, instead of focusing on our own problems. Actually, I learned this very early on, but perhaps I wasn't attentive. About a month after I began to practice Dafa in May 2000, I wanted to help a fellow practitioner at the university raise awareness and collect signatures to end the persecution. At that time, I had a bad stutter, and so I avoided speaking publicly. I overcame my reluctance and went with him to the first lecture hall. I don't remember how it happened, but I found myself standing in front of the class while the other practitioners stood on the side. I reminded myself, you should think of others, not your fear. Practitioners are being persecuted. You have to help them. I explained why we were there and read the petition. When we got back, the petition was full of signatures. I realized that I just fluently spoke to a packed auditorium without stuttering. I also convinced people to sign the petition. My knees shook and I suddenly felt dizzy, but I felt like a huge blockade had suddenly been broken. I realized that when I do something for others, I don't think about my own needs and worries, and I have the power to make a difference. Master arranged the best for me, and through this experience, I saw the power of the Fa. I am infinitely grateful to Master. From now on, to improve our efforts in cultivation environment, I will give the other practitioners an unbiased open ear and be mindful of their needs. I will simply be there for them and not judge them. I also don't need to think that this is a waste of time. I resolve to cultivate joy no matter what the circumstances, be of good temper, be willing to endure great suffering, and be determined and have the strong willpower to face great difficulties. After Master's articles, Stay Out of Danger and Cultivation in Dafa is Serious were published, my resentment surfaced once again. I was unwilling to deal with what I felt were immense demands and workloads within the projects. I felt imbalanced and lacked understanding towards other practitioners. These were old attachments, but now they were even more intense. My work situation changed. The income from my job was no longer sufficient, and I had to find other ways to make money. 
I felt I was about to fall into the trap again, and I wished to bring everything under control with human methods. On the human level, this didn't seem probable. That is, to be active in DAFA projects to the same extent and to secure the necessary income. I'm aware that I'm being given an opportunity to prove what I learned in the past, and I need to do better. This is apparent because my current situation is almost identical to some major trials that took place before. Master said in the article, Stay Far Away From Peril, quote, Unfortunately, when you don't conduct yourself well during the persecution, your tribulations become more fierce, and when you can't overcome them, some of you begin to resent Dafa, or even me. But all of these things happen because of issues on your part. Your teacher owes you nothing. Unquote. How can my attachment of complaining still be acceptable? When I encounter any situation that I don't like and I don't find the source of the feeling associated with it, I cover it up. That leads to stress and inevitably affects the outcome. On the other hand, if I let it go, I then have the wisdom to decide what's the best role and path for me to take. This is cultivation. Master also said in the article, Stay Far Away From Peril, quote, So I want to spell out for those who have not truly worked on themselves spiritually and have grown resentful after failing to pass tests in their spiritual development, spiritual practice is about working on yourself. Unquote. I remembered a peculiarity in German culture, which I often notice in myself and other practitioners which is to focus on doing one thing correctly rather than doing the right thing. Something may be unimportant, unnecessary, or wrong, but we insist on doing it and doing it correctly according to everyday standards. With our DAFA projects, there are often long discussions about what should be done better or why it's all wrong. But we should be more concerned about doing the right thing. That's often hard to do because... You have solid, well-reasoned arguments and facts in front of you that prove you are correct. The decisive factor here is our own cultivation. And in the midst of our culture of being correct, letting go and wishing others the best from our hearts or having upright goodwill is more important. My insight into this is that I'm too attached to the results of a project and not cultivating myself. Shen Yin has shown us how to give ultimate importance to a project. However, cultivation is always the foundation. My understanding is that only if we cultivate ourselves well will the project succeed. Respect for master and the seriousness of cultivation are the basis of everything. Recently, I couldn't sleep properly at night, and I woke up filled with anxiety. I even had panic attacks. There were no external causes that could explain such a thing. On a good day, I woke up feeling as if I was about to take final exams in school, but without any warning or time to study. In such a state, it was very hard for me to concentrate when I read the FA and did the exercises. This lasted for several days. I had experienced something like this from time to time in the past, but this time I just didn't have the strength or will to fight it. I suddenly realized that I mistook these thoughts as my own. But isn't that exactly the thought karma master talks about in Drawn Falun? 
Why did I always allow these things to move me? I thought it could be fear about my work situation, but then realized that wasn't it. It was more like a fear of failure. It was the fear of making mistakes and being criticized for potential mistakes or of disappointing others whose opinions I value. I always thought that I had no vanity or that fame and reputation were not my shortcomings. But now, if I am forced to give up projects related to Falandafa for gainful employment, or if I'm forced to give up certain tasks, how would I deal with it? Do I want to avoid confronting my embarrassing, shameful fears, or do I just deal with them openly? The process of realization is still ongoing, but the more I become clear, the deeper I recognize the human thought structures and behavior patterns within me. I have to acknowledge that in the past, these behaviors definitely had a positive effect. They drove me to do certain tasks, and I was also able to gain the courage to take responsibility. But at my core, I must be pure. So now I need to align myself with the standard of the Fa. In order to preserve my reputation and not encounter fears, I often have given priority to the majority opinion in projects or groups, or to the understanding of other practitioners to whose opinions I attach much importance. If I would have had the courage to trust my own realizations from the Fa more, that is to follow my own heart more, what would it have been like? The final result would probably have been similar or even better because it would have come from my heart. I now understand that the Fa is with us and harmonizes everything. This realization was reinforced when I was studying the Fa with other practitioners. I don't usually see anything with my third eye, but I suddenly had a very clear image of a flower inside me. All around everything was gloomy, as if a bad storm was coming. The flower had not yet bloomed, but the bud was already shining like a sun. On the bud was a kind of black shell that protected the flower from hostile elements outside, but at the same time it prevented the petals from unfolding. I suddenly understood. I was the shell. This image gave me a lot of confidence that it's all right if I do things the way I understand. I don't always have to question whether or not I'm doing something the correct German way. The Fa is there and I'm rooted in it. I can let it unfold in a relaxed manner. During the unfolding, maybe a little karma gets exposed, which is unpleasant, but that's part of it. I'm very grateful for my experiences in the recent weeks and months, despite all the turbulence. I've been able to recognize which shackles still hold me here and how I can gradually let go of them, and how I can fulfill my responsibilities. Thank you, esteemed master. Thank you, fellow practitioners. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China, and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.